Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, welcome, everybody. We have had some wonky scheduling with our podcast lately, right, Lauren? Oh my gosh, yes. I yes. mean, are we recording? Are we posting? Oh. Are we not? You know, usually summer ends and we get back into the groove and the mm-hmm. groove does not exist. There is no groove. <laughs> no, lately, definitely no groove. There's, there's we have been <laughs> We have been plagued. That is the literal term for what has happened to Lauren and I the last month, at least. Yeah. Between yes. the two of us and somewhat our children, but mostly just us, somebody's always sick, like yeah. actual sick. Yeah, yeah. It's and, been it's been yeah. a rough month, I feel like. So yeah, I don't want to do yeah. this one over. This is not a month, you know, usually I no. kind of like September. This has not, not the been <laughs> the month that I would have picked out. It's first of all, it didn't cool off very much, and that kind of bugs me. And then there's <laughs> of course the illness stuff. Mm-hmm which totally, you know, took me down for, man, I'm at two weeks, Couple weeks now. on the day yeah. that we are recording today. And I feel good now. But man, <laughs> there was even time a few days ago where I was like, oof, I am not 100%. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's been it's definitely been rough. So I'm hoping we're getting it out of the way now. And then we'll knock on wood, you let's, know. Yeah, let's, hope. let's, let's hope. aim for October to <laughs> you know, be better than September. I think that's, that's very goal. possible. <laughs> I like it. Let's stick with that. That sounds uh, fantastic. Agreed. So on awesome. that note, let's talk about Flipside Brewing in Tinley Park, Illinois. We yeah. know a little bit about them. I'm going to let Lauren share the story. I'm just going to say this is some beer that we got at the golf outing we did yeah. two months ago. We're almost at the two oh month mark since August. the golf outing. Yeah. So yeah, we better drink this stuff. Um, I know we have to, right? <laughs> yeah so we're gonna we're gonna sample two of their beers and uh I, we're gonna start with their flip side lager and yeah. uh see where that takes us okay, so let's, let's crack open this open this. i'm gonna and try not to spill and then we can talk talk beer and then talk this is so clear i was gonna say i almost can barely see it <laughs> Wow, super Oops. crisp. Oh man, it smells good. Holy smells cow. crisp. It tastes like it. Like, I mean, yeah, holy cow. Oh, very I flavorful wanna... lager. Yeah. I just like, want to add that my beer fridge is at the perfect temperature for this beer. Mm. I usually think it's a little cold, and I probably should fix that because a lot of the stuff in my beer fridge. But this to be, cold is yeah, perfect but this is perfect and i do fiddle with my beer fridge quite often mm-hmm. i probably haven't messed with it in a while and my husband is on this thing where he wants us to drink everything that we have 
Oh, okay. Uh, Party yeah, at which, <laughs> as a side note, well, except that my fridge is almost empty now and he still isn't oh, buying geez. any beer. As uh, a side note, apparently, apparently it doesn't apply to bourbon because he just keeps bringing bourbon home. <laughs> I'm like, how many Wellers are in the basement right now? And he's like, just one. And I go down there and I go, there's not just one. <laughs> and he brought home a different one. And he oh. says to me, because there's two Weller 12s in my basement, and he brought home, and I'm sorry, you probably already know, but he brought home a different one like a week and a half ago. Oh my God. And I go, Why is there another Weller? We have two. And he goes, This is a different one. And I go, How many bourbons do you need? Mm-hmm. I know what I sound like. I know. Okay? No, no, I understand. I understand. <laughs> also, side note if he can pick up another Weller 12, Brandon's out. So for his birthday, I could just give oh my him God. that. So you can have <laughs> can one of the two in my so basement. Like, be like, uh, I just need to. I, I need to purchase that from you so that I yeah, can. Yeah, I present. think that's. I think out. that is not a problem. When he came home with the third bottle, which is not Weller Twelve, it is something else, and he told okay. me what it was, and I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was like, I'm gonna give one of these to somebody, mm. and he was like, Don't do that. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, stop bringing home bourbon. And I think the reason it bothers me is because every once in a while I get low or run out of scotch mm-hmm. and I'll be like, give me another bottle of scotch. And he'd never, there's never two. There's always only one bottle. So what? when I run oh. out, there's zero bottles of scotch and, then and I out. get very frustrated with that. Yeah, no, no, no. Also, I, I keep asking for a specific one and he keeps Ooh. not bringing that one home. I want an Oban 14. Oh, that's what Brandon's I want to come over and drink that with you. Yeah, for sure. I want that. Yeah. And I'm like, get yeah. me an Oban 14. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. And then he comes home with something I have literally never home. heard of. <laughs> yeah. And he comes home with a Weller, like, which that's is not scotch. That's not scotch at all. <laughs> Listen, let me explain geography to you. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> this scotch. Did not come from yes. Scotland. <laughs> not I even close. <laughs> want it. <laughs> All right, I I understand, All but right. I will happily yeah. take a, a twelve off your hands. Yeah, I will bring that subject <laughs> up. Slash, just do it and see if he notices. Oh my gosh! All right, and then we have to replenish the beer fridge. So yeah, so, so hopefully things. we're gonna start yeah. doing that now that, that we sounds... are almost out. Almost all out, that's left yeah. down there is old Bourbon County, which is that he's telling me he's saving. Yeah. So I have to move it to our aging fridge because mm, okay. if I'm not gonna drink it, we have to get then it out I of can't the fridge. Keep space it's wasting that's in my yeah that's in my line of sight every day understandable okay well this lager is a very flavorful very Mm. crisp very great version of a lager this is not your you know watered down not flavorful this is this is a lot of flavor to it and is really great absolutely i went to a cubs game with my niece um Mm -hmm. A little over a week ago, and I had to get a Budweiser because I know there's Revolution beer there, but I was not able to find it in my section. And I didn't Mm -hmm. want to make my poor niece just sit by herself for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all there was was Budweiser, literal Budweiser, not Bud Light. I mean, there was Bud Light, but I'm not going to drink. Yeah, not when there's Budweiser. I mean, if I have to choose, I'm going to drink. You have to at least go with the heavy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, fully. And I was just like, man. <laughs> yeah, not this not, would have really you, did it for me. This is perfect. This would have hit the perfect. Spot. Yeah, this is a perfect ball game beer like that. Yeah, this would have been perfect. I need a bowl of yes. peanuts in this. This is like that would be perfect. I love it. Yeah, I love that I mean, idea. 
yeah, bowl of peanuts in this lager. I I'm set. This sounds great. Yes, I'm I fully support that. All right, so uh, flip side. So flip sides in Tinley Park. They mm-hmm. opened in 2022. So last year, um, Eric and Katie, mostly Eric. Eric is also the head brewer. Uh, I feel like this location has had a tumultuous life. So Eric uh-huh. helped open 350. Um, you know, back in the day, which has since uh had some, you know, things happen and closed a few years yeah. ago. Um Eric had actually already left 350 prior to their closing. So he left in around 2015, 2016. So right. um, he wasn't there for all the uh the controversy and whatnot. But um so then he went to he also worked at Rock Bottom and he helped uh, Milk Money, which is another brewery that opened oh, yeah. in the last couple of years, and he was there yeah. until he kind of decided that he wanted to come back to the South Side because they're from Palos Heights, so they're from out by us, and you know, okay. opened his own brewery. So looking for spots, he wound up back at the same location as 350. So That's so crazy. This is a perfect name for that on the flip side of what he yep. had started yeah. years ago. Um, so I think it's totally appropriate, but he wanted to make it more of a neighborhood spot and make it family friendly. I mean, they even have a kids menu there. Like they cater to everyone. Nice. They have beer, but they also have cocktails, they have spirits, they have soft drinks. It's much more of a everybody is welcome. Everybody come. This is a, a place that they want to have a good vibe, a great environment. I saw an interview with him actually on um, not interview. He spoke when they first opened at one of the Tinley Park board meetings. And oh, that's okay. kind of the message that he gave was, you know, this is not the same old brewery that was there. Like we want it to be an welcoming, inviting place um, with great beer that he's, you know, heading up. He's still the head brewer there, but also, you know, kind of revitalizing that location and making it something completely different than what it was when it was 350. So That's I think awesome. they're, they seem to be succeeding and doing that. I haven't been up there. I've had a few beers from them, um, but I'm hoping to make it up there at some point in the near future. So, yeah, no, I haven't been yeah. out there yet myself. Um, yeah. My only experience really with 350 when it was mm-hmm. that location was that brewery uh, was somebody on facebook who worked there saying something negative that i didn't Mm -hmm. like um i won't get into it and i'm sure that person is long gone i'm sure and we're in a different world now with a different brewery that i very much like um and so and you know and i know i don't know that we've had this conversation on the podcast but i do believe that every once in a while you have an employee who doesn't really represent your company in the best light at times. You as an employer get to decide how to deal with that. And sometimes you have to, you know, you got to cut your losses with that person. And sometimes you got to figure out a way to like, you know, mend that without destroying everything. And I know that's a very delicate balance there. Yeah. We've all been there with. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, totally agree. So you can't have one person, unfortunately sometimes does represent when they're loud and in the public side, but it truly does mm-hmm. not represent the entire place, no matter where you are. Yeah. So gotta take so, that with a but, grain of salt. But mm-hmm. thrilled that Flipside is around. Yeah. Uh historically when Eric was a part of 350, the beer was stellar, always yep. really, really mm-hmm. good. And so I am very optimistic about Flipside. 
I've only had this, and I think Ooh. the other beer we're gonna drink, I is all I've had. Um, I, think. I think we had the um, English pub ale at the uh, at the golf, golf outing? outing. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you might yeah. be right about Something that. Rascal? That sounds I don't familiar. Called, yeah, I know that Mike had familiar. it, so okay. he probably tried it. Um, Maybe. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see what what else they bring. Um, and definitely, it's you know pretty local to us in terms of it's yeah. not that far. So definitely some place that we can come in stop either buy some beer or have a have a meal since there's a full menu there and yeah uh, i love know, that. check all that out so i'm i'm a big fan of places i can eat and drink and that i can bring my children so uh they Absolutely. have three kids so i think they did want it to be a kind of place that we people like us can stop in and not i love that feel like <laughs> aren't welcome so i'm i'm super excited about having it close by so yeah so we're going to keep yeah. drinking this lager for now. And then we're going to talk about some other craziness. Yeah. So, you know, it would be boring if we just dove straight into some kid-related topic. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. all this drama that we dealt with in September, <laughs> we need to do something totally random and off the wall. I don't know if like this will become a thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we'll do this again or not. We'll see where, you know, the road takes us. If yeah. two years ago you had told me that we were going to talk about conspiracy theories on our <laughs> podcast i don't know if i would have believed you because yeah, uh, well, i would have been like nah that doesn't seem relevant <laughs> totally not relevant palate cleanser but, i'm telling you palate yes, cleanser, we're That's we're palate cleanser. <laughs> i love that idea so we're gonna we're gonna keep it light you guys we're not gonna yes. talk about things that are too oh, no, controversial no, no. We don't mm -hmm. want to create arguments between ourselves or anybody who's listening. No. So we're going to share conspiracy theories that are just rather off the wall, <laughs> kind of fun. Uh, I know yeah. mine is. Um, and, mine is old. And then, like it started in like the 1700s. So I felt like a historical one. Oh, I you like know, that. that has that has kept the rumors alive for decades now. That's exciting. Even, yes. That, why not? So. Yeah, so th that's where we're going. But this will be fun. This isn't going to be current events or any of that craziness. We're no, just no. providing some examples of, you know, craziness throughout the years. So, <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, so I, I'll start, I'll intro mine sure. and uh, we'll talk about it. We'll go back and forth a little maybe, but we'll see where it takes us. Um, so my conspiracy theory that I decided to look into is about cats, of course. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to look into a cat. There's got to be a cat related conspiracy love theory. It, They're it. so weird. Um, and so the conspiracy theory I would like to present to you today is cats are aliens. They are not Ooh. of this planet. Ladies like and gentlemen, like they've been sent here to spy on us. Mm, okay. Not just aliens. They're here to spy on us. That's what we're going to talk about. So I mean, this so, is kind of far-fetched, but only kind of. If you've interacted with cats, I feel like. Well, yes. <laughs> allow me to convince you that cats are aliens with a few very solid points <laughs> about All it. All right. If you will. So first and foremost, you know, you mentioned the history with your conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. This isn't really an old theory, but from a historical perspective, there is no documentation before ancient Egypt that mentions the existence of cats. Mm, okay. And as uh, in ancient Egypt, cats were considered worshipped as gifts from the gods. Mm. So you could infer that that means that maybe that was when they arrived on this planet. 
is during yeah. that period of time. Uh, yeah, no, no historical evidence of cats before oh. Egyptian time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, <laughs> start there. Then we can talk about the thing that most people seem to kind of know about as an abnormality with cats, and that's the purr. Scientists uh, yes. don't know how the cats make the sound. They're not sure. So one could argue, if you thought that they were aliens, that it might be a manner in which they transmit information back to their home planet. Okay. Uh, So a feedback, perhaps, if you will. So that's another very interesting possibility. It is, it's strange that they make yeah. a sound that we can't figure out. And I, I mean, you know, Where as much as you can from, make yeah, the sound exactly. yourself kind of mocking it, sure, sure, you sure. don't, you're not really doing it. So I have no yeah. idea, you know, <laughs> uh, they look a little alien-like cats look a little bit like aliens. You know what we believe Shaved aliens very much. Well, and alien. if you kind of hold their ears back a little, they have oh. that shape in their face. <laughs> You know, the gray alien, the classic gray alien face with the big almond-shaped eyes and the little mouth and nose. They kind of have an alien head. Yeah, I can see it. you know. Yeah, those, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? What was Mike Myers' movies? The crazy spy who shagged me movies and they had, like, the hairless cat. That thing always creeped me out. Mr. Bigglesworth. Yes, always creep yeah, me out. <laughs> I always think that hairless cats are just a little they they freak me out. They do yeah. look, but they look even more alien. That is one hundred percent. Yeah, they yeah. totally freak me out. But they, I could see alien out of those for sure. I wonder if those cats, the hairless cats, are like the leaders of the Ooh, alien cats. You know, because they kind of yeah, yeah, that's they look even more. Well, like now it. we're see, look, we're, we're our theorizing ourselves. Yeah, I did not have that on the list, so that's. <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. Um, You know, they have some characteristics that are very interesting about them. They see exponentially better than humans do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they might be more advanced, evolutionarily speaking. They have these huge eyes. Maybe, you know, they're able to use them to record things back to their alien planet. I don't think they're machines, though. That theory kind of goes away from me. That's like birds birds and robots. I do think that, like, physically they have some traits that are a bit alien. You know, you can talk about, like, cats can fall out of a building and survive, which is, Mm -hmm. I mean, we certainly are not able to do that. And many animals are not, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is another evolutionary argument for them being more advanced uh, than us and other creatures from this planet. Uh, They land on their feet, right? I mean, that's crazy. that's what they say. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, cats true. tend to do Let's this see. thing, yeah, that uh, when they're just sound asleep, they'll just wake up and run out of the room just randomly. Like they're being called. Yes, in. although I would argue, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me after I say this, we have a friend who does that. Anthony does that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if that's a purely cat trait because I've seen, it's been many years, but I've yeah. seen our friend Anthony <laughs> just stand up during uh, the middle of a movie in a living room and just leave and be gone for yeah. like two hours. That is true. So I always just assumed mm. that he was like a hitman or something maybe and had, <laughs> had like still had possible. a case or an assignment. Yeah, he had to get you and then he came back and... Or just a spy, like just like the cat. You know? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. So look at know, all of these some, theories. <laughs> yeah. Let's not theorize Anthony's real profession. Let's yeah, stick no, to the cat. Cast is aliens. Got it. Cats yeah. So that's uh that's the bulk of my information on cats having alien like qualities. Uh, I mean, you know, I can I think see that, it. Yeah. yeah, I think that you can say that, you know, physically in appearance and in their like abilities, mannerisms, yeah, yeah, that they have some things that other creatures do not have that do, do not do. I think the yeah. purr is the is a big one for me because yeah. it's so mysterious, you mm-hmm. know. Also, they have a complete disregard for most people and other other things. Oh yeah, like, they're, they're just totally here for disconnected. themselves. So yeah. they aren't like, oh, I'm going to try and get you to like me. Like, maybe, but they might just do that to listen. Yeah, so... it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to it's hard to track a cat's motives. I will say that uh-huh. because despite the fact that I feel very comforted by my cat, um, mm-hmm. I do think that a lot of times he follows me around the house because he thinks I might feed him. Oh, yeah. Oh, and sure. as a they result, have I have to assume, motive. you know, his motivation isn't necessarily that he wants to make me feel loved. Mm-hmm. It's more that he wants sustenance. You know, I, I mean, yeah, for sure. I can also it's more make about the argument. Preservation. Yeah. yeah. He does sit next to me on the couch quite often. And maybe he's not an alien. Or maybe he's descended so far from the mm. alien cats that he's kind of lost a little bit of that and become connected to the earthlings. Ah, could be it's been a long know. time if it's if it's from egyptian times you know if that was the yes they I were mean, regarded very highly so yeah. you know they could have de-evolved at this point into lesser beings it's we don't know possible i think that's possible i think that while maybe you could say that cats are still coming from their alien planet maybe there are mm-hmm. new, Ooh, new alien ones. cats could be could um be. you know this guy that i've got you know he was a kitten so i would say mm. unlikely that he was yeah. born on an alien planet he was probably born here but what does that yes. say about our planet if the cats went from highly evolved to lesser evolved i don't here? know let's i mean that <laughs> so, sounds like a totally same. different conspiracy theory <laughs> to make the argument i mean i don't know if you've ever seen the movie idiocracy oh god yes but yes. uh i think we can too many things can relate argue <laughs> that yes that some of the things in that movie are becoming alarmingly similar to yes. the world that we live in today <laughs> alarmingly is a excellent choice of word there but yeah i i would agree so i i love it cats as aliens cats I might be it. aliens i like it to call be... it cat spiracy cat spiracy Ooh, yeah i like it, I like it. <laughs> that's good that's good that's so tell me somewhere cat spiracy um, yeah so tell like me about it. your conspiracy um, theory so i w- was watching a movie with my one of the twins the my boy twin and i thought okay let's uh where where did these crazy transformer rise of the beasts come from and i was like i'm looking into the hollow earth conspiracy that oh. there's actually another sun and another whole world right beneath our feet so vegetation wow. animals all kinds of crazy things. So mm-hmm. I went back and did some research because, you know, why not? Um, and the theory starts back in like the 1700s with uh, an astronomer named Edmund Haley, which you will know based on Haley's comet because he had tracked the path. Same. So had valid theories that came to fruition. Also, okay. 
thought that perhaps the Earth was uh, a shell. There was other beings and other concentric shells within the Earth underneath us. So Whoa. dates back long, long ago. Um, you know, and then there's been multiple different books written about this. There was another explorer in the 1800s named John Sims, uh, who spent actually most of his life convincing people that the Earth was just a series of different shells with miles of different worlds of plants and vegetation and animals. And um, he actually tried to make an expedition um, and nearly did to venture into what he called Sims Hole. The whole concept in general is that the Earth is a shell and the walls are 800 miles across or thick but the polar regions are actually entrances to the center of the Earth. Okay. That are like 1,400 miles across, <laughs> but you can't see the entrances because they're under the water, under things. Like, you'd have to go oh. into whatever is covering mm. it to be able to get into the center of the Earth. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's that's the, the <laughs> theory. Um, there was a book written i don't know that's actually called the hollow earth back in like the 70s um but it's become a popular rumor like you know throughout different centuries so 1700s 1800s 1900s even you know as recently as godzilla and king kong the movie they had scenes that were animal you know creatures living in the center of the earth yeah. um transformers rise of the beasts there were animals living beings in the center of the earth so wow. it's now in pop culture <laughs> yeah. um and and things like that um yeah but there was a book in 1913 actually called a journey to uh the earth's interior so center of the earth um and it claimed that there was an a, another sun inside the earth and also claimed that the center of the earth was actually inhabited by prehistoric species and that's where Bigfoot comes from. And that's where Yeti and the Abominable Snowman oh. come from. And they're all actually living in these ancient underground tunnel systems that you only see them when they actually come to the surface. But they live wow. in the hollow <laughs> earth. So, um, yeah, I have nothing to justify this. I just thought it was a crazy, interesting <laughs> concept to be like, all it. right. This keeps recurring every, you know, like 60 to 80 years, you know, 300 years. Somebody's like, maybe this is true. Let's go check it out. Let's let's see. <laughs> what can we what, what, what can we find? Where can we, uh, you know, how can we explain away Bigfoot? Well, he, he doesn't really live on the top of the earth. He lives in the earth. So that's why. So it's actually like it could be a shell for other conspiracy theories too because they can all interact with yeah. where did the Loch Ness monster go well there's an inner lake in the middle of the earth that maybe that's where you know Nessie is hiding out so yeah we don't know maybe it's a party of all of those creatures that you know only come up once every you know 100 years and then I they go love back it. to where they live in the center of the earth I love so, it that's <laughs> so a that, good one that's that's mine uh but yeah, I, I researched, you know, there's so many crazy conspiracy theories out there that oh, yeah. it's hard to pick just one. Like, oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's amazing. I mean, we went kind of off the wall, but it's amazing what you can learn about uh, that you then almost convince yourself might be true. That you read enough about something and you spend even Mm -hmm. just a few minutes reading about it and you kind of start to be "Hmm." like, um... Maybe it's right. Like that's maybe. really interesting. Like you're like that's a really right? compelling argument. <laughs> yeah. There's I I think I had googled like the craziest conspiracy theories, and some of them were just like the moon landing was fake, and like the government sure. was behind JFK's yeah. assassination, like yeah. the usual things. But right. like, um, yeah, there's there's so many. And then the one I thought I read was interesting was about Walt Disney. Um, that somebody claimed they cr- Disney created the movie Frozen so that when you Googled Disney and Frozen, you would get the movie instead of the theory that Walt Disney himself was cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Which was a theory that's been tossed around for I love it. ever, too. And they're like, well, that's why if, if now if you look up Frozen and Disney, it's a movie. There's mm-hmm. no evidence of this cryogenic, you know, freezing. Um, but and it's always other stuff like you know, things about the Illuminati or mm-hmm. other weird, like, underground things. So it was interesting, like, to read some of the things because you do read and you're like, huh, maybe that's true. And there's all these actors who are vampires because they never age. And I'm like, some of those, I believe. Like, yeah, something's maybe, not right, right about, like, like, Paul Rudd, possibly a vampire. Oh, like, yeah. There's a handful a of actors that I'm like, hmm. Could be, could be. Uh, and then you get all the, you know, Bigfoot and all those things. And I'm like, that ties right in. They're all living just inside of the earth. So maybe that's good. where Paul Rudd came from. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe they have vampires maybe. there. Could be. Yeah, we don't know. All these crazy I, uh, things. You know, I'm sure you've heard, and this is just a fringe thing, but like, I'm <laughs> sure you've heard that people say like the NFL is rigged. The games are oh. rigged. It's all yeah. scripted, right? That's the mm-hmm. that's the current like theory about football. And uh, oh. my husband and I, a couple weeks ago, we were watching a game, and the camera goes to this player on the defense mm-hmm. for no good reason, for inexplicable, <laughs> no reason, just goes to this guy, and I say to my husband. Watch, he's about to get a sack. That's why they went to him. This is how uh, we know that the NFL is scripted. Was rigged. <laughs> and and my husband is like, okay. And then the next play starts and he sacks the quarterback. It takes him out of the game. And I was just like, See? oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you. I was joking. <laughs> but look at that. Look at that. But yeah, I was just like, why did they why they do that? <laughs> And I know you there's know, a delay yeah. on sure, sure. recording and yeah. and being live, and so mm-hmm. part of me was sort of like maybe they, they they did it, they flashed to a camera that was on the defense or whatever, wow. uh, because there's yeah. always cameras on everybody, and they just reorganized their filming in a weird way. Yeah, that, it could be. I mean, frankly, I've I've given up on the NFL this year. Yeah, yeah. Can't. So it's but, whatever. Um, the other things that I always think are interesting is when I get the articles of you can't ignore conspiracy theories anymore because people oh, have been saying there's aliens for years, and then the government's like, yeah, yeah, are. there are. So there's things that have supposedly been just a conspiracy theory that eventually. They're like, no, 
no, all those conspiracy conspiracy theorists were totally right. Like I, these things happen. These things yeah. happen. These things are real. So. I like take conspiracy theories with a grain of salt every time now. Like every mm-hmm. once in a while, someone will be like, "Did you know?" And they'll say something crazy, like the moon landing is fake. And I'll just right, be like, yeah. oh, "I don't know, maybe." <laughs> right. Like I just yeah. like I'm not gonna say it is fake. Because that seems, you know, I've always heard the argument people make where if it was something about the government, the belief that literally no one who was involved would ever leak the truth is too unlikely. Like, there's always that argument that they make that, well, no, that can't be, you know, because if it's Mm -hmm. like the government or even the NFL thing, like, like literally no one would ever show like actual evidence that this is true. It can't be true. But, you know, I think that you used to be able to say that about aliens. So, like. Right. uh, And even, like, government, like, like the old, like, you know, uh, my husband's super into some of the, like, old CIA conspiracy theories that turned out to have validity, like MKUltra and, you know, using hallucinogenic drugs to, like, experiment on different, you know, people and their behaviors. Like, that turned out to be. (laughs) at least partially true like there's evidence of it and they initially just said whoever would go to the press oh they're crazy they're lying they're just trying to get something but it wound up being like no like these people actually like was real (laughs) we're, we're speaking the truth so it's definitely you have to take everything with a grain of salt these days probably not cats and aliens probably not you know living in the center of the earth but that's why those are more fun because you're like, yeah, clearly these are not true. But there's so many that you're like, hmm, that could be true. Yeah. Or maybe part of that is real because you just don't know. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting. So Absolutely. Um, I yeah. love it. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy when people share their conspiracy theories with me. So please yeah. feel free. If you have yes, something good, conspiracy theories. I still love birds aren't real. That's I know, also I, love birds aren't real. <laughs> I uh, there used to be a website where you could buy merch, and oh, Brandon uh, has a sticker that's on his water bottle that says yeah, birds aren't real on it. Yeah, and I really wanted there's there was a hoodie that said mm. birds are not real, and I just Ooh, really I like wanted it. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> There's also shirts that say pigeons are liars. I like that one even better. (laughs) That's fantastic. I just want a shirt that says pigeons are liars. Like, like I don't even need to sit there and have an argument with you about the conspiracy theory. I just just want the t-shirt. Although my youngest does Mm -hmm. believe that birds are not real. real. (laughs) And if you're not careful, he will talk to you about it. Um (laughs) He goes through this whole list. I think he watched a YouTube video at one point, and I know what you're going to say. That's a reflection on me as a parent. <laughs> I get that. And I may or may not have been part of the person that showed him that video. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. There's such a, a mystery. Rabbit hole they find all kinds of things. So could be, yeah. could not, or it could just be that the devices are listening to us, which is true. Yeah. So not even a conspiracy. Yeah, that one. Like that actually is the case. Yes. Is it, yeah. we should do a conspiracy theory or facts. Like, <laughs> yes, I like it. What would be really um, fun. We should really definitely do this is things that were considered conspiracy theories with like hundreds of years ago, you know, like oh. the whole, like, 
like well, that, sun uh, goes around the earth correct and, that the earth isn't like, the center of the universe that, yeah, yeah like stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh yeah. come up with a whole list of those <laughs> the try to put them in like chronological order years. yeah yeah like that uh okay that might be fun we could do that for our next wacky off topic uh i like it conversation I like it. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. let's drink this uh, double IPA here before we, yes. you know, come up with any more crazy conspiracy. Before we get knocked, yeah. Before we get hit by the government for talking before about before they shut us down. <laughs> yeah, they're not real. Yeah, they're spying on us. It's all right. liars, guys. I like it. I'm gonna get that shirt. I, think I know it's such a good one, right? Are liars. <laughs> oh, all right. Um. All right, so what do we got here? We have a double IPA, one of my favorites. Mine too. Nice and coppery colored. Mm, Mmm, smells great. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Mm. really hoppy. Mm. Yes. Very like my mouth is full of flavor right now. Yes, a little. You know, a lot of double IPAs have kind of a strong alcohol flavor it does it does have that a good kick to it um you know not to be confused with like a new england this is not a new england this is not um yeah and uh but has some of those characteristics that you know all double ipas have including new england's you know where it does it was very hop forward it's Mm -hmm. got a nice like creamy head to it uh just smells mm. Smells, it smells great. great. The flavor sticks with me though. Like some beers, yeah. like you take a sip and like it, you know, it dissipates quicker. I feel like this one actually stays on my taste buds a little bit longer yeah. than some others that I've had. Like you're you're yeah. getting that continuous kind of taste. Um and it, the next sip just kind of enhances it, but I definitely feel like it dissipates slower than some yeah. other that I've had. It's got some oh. staying power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, for sure. This is really good. This lager was really good. Um, yeah, this is. It's, I it's, would it's definitely bold, bold put this IPA, in my like fridge. It. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 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 I I do. I I mean, obviously, I love a double IPA. I love a New England IPA. They're they're different. Doubles are a little more hoppy. New Englands are sometimes a little creamier. But this is a really mm-hmm. great flavor forward. Yeah, and it, it's you know a longer lasting flavor to me. Um, it's got yeah, it's got a great feet mouth feel to it though too. Um, and it's just a really good. It's a really good example of a double yeah. IPA. I think I really like Definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Go, this is job, great. Eric. We'll keep up. Yes, good job, Flipside. Mm. Keep putting out good beer, yeah, and I, I will. Like I am gonna have to check out their menu because I would love to get a meal there sometime. Yeah, I think uh, I would love to to take a visit and try whatever they've got on tap and uh, continue supporting and trying some new beers that they're putting out because these are both very solid great tasting beers so absolutely I, I like what i've like what i'm seeing or tasting i guess i should say yeah me <laughs> nice. too awesome all right well can keep up with the conspiracy theories uh yeah you know, feel share, free share, share. to share your favorites i would love to hear <laughs> them especially if they're hilarious and off the wall those are yeah. some of my favorites love it same yeah big <laughs> all fans. right so well we'll catch right. you guys on the flip side i flip guess side. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody bye thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. 
have a great week and cheers to you all.